Coming to you from behind the crazy socialist lines of the Pacific Northwest, this is the Behind the Line podcast. Here we give you the real deal about local, national, and world news that matters to constitution-loving people. We feature regular podcasts, and we also feature headlines in three minutes, daily, and breaking news reports when they happen. Please like, share, and subscribe to this channel and find us on other social media sites such as Telegram, Net News Network, YouTube, Anchor FM, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, Gab, and Facebook. We're also found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere podcasts are found. We appreciate you being here and thank you for listening. It's interesting to me how the U.S. is still pushing for vaccines and being vaccinated and getting our kids vaccinated, even though these vaccines do not stop you from catching and spreading Omicron. And the odds of children getting seriously ill from it are extremely low unless they have some sort of autoimmune disorder or some other type of disorder or underlying condition. Meanwhile, England has announced the end to all COVID restrictions by March 26. You won't have to show vaccine status. You don't have to wear a mask if you don't want to. So why is the U.S. doubling down in a lot of places on all this garbage? You've got the state of Oregon wanting to have permanent mask mandates. Uh, And then when they're questioned about it, oh, it's not permanent, it's just indefinite. Well, that is permanent. You've got California trying to pass bills to force vaccines on kids in K-12 schools. They're also trying to pass a law to remove the personal belief exemption from, from having to get a vaccine. You have hospitals in Washington, Oregon, and Idaho that are so short-staffed from people with COVID that they're telling the nurses to go ahead, the nurses who are vaccinated but have COVID, to go ahead and come to work sick. And they'll try to keep the most high-risk patients away from them. They're doing the same thing at schools in Washington. The schools are so short-staffed, so many teachers out, that the teachers are having to skip their breaks and planning periods to cover for other teachers who are gone. And the schools have told them that if they have COVID and are vaccinated, they still need to come to work and expose your children who probably aren't vaccinated to COVID. So it's okay to have sick people who are vaccinated but can still spread the disease, come to work, but we still can't relent and let the unvaccinated come back to work. It makes no sense at all. The only person in that scenario taking a risk is the unvaccinated person, if you consider that taking a risk. They're not making it any more dangerous for any vaccinated person or anyone else 
the fact that they're not vaccinated and could spread or catch the disease isn't going to make the disease any worse when it's spread to somebody else than when it's spread by someone who's got the vaccine. Biden's federal vaccine mandates for employers of more than 100 and for federal employees have both been overturned. Uh, it's currently still in effect for healthcare workers, but I wouldn't be surprised if that gets overturned as well. A federal judge in New York has overturned the mask mandate in New York, saying it's unconstitutional. And you've still got the city government telling the schools to have a mask mandate anyway. None of these politicians give a rip about your rights or your right to choose or anything else. It's all about their control and what they decide. It doesn't matter what the high courts decide if it goes against what they want. You have a new U.S. study that's out and an Israeli study to back it up that shows during the Delta variant, if you caught the disease and recovered, that you were better protected than if you hadn't got the disease and were only vaccinated. So, again, your natural immunity provided better protection than being vaccinated. That is a scientific study from the U.S. and Israel. A story out today says that a father of two, a 31-year-old man who's not vaccinated and needs a heart transplant at uh, a hospital in Boston, was taken off the heart transplant list because he's not vaccinated. Are you kidding me? The hospital said that they were trying to give the patient his best chances of survival you know, during the operation and then after the operation is complete, meaning that, well, if he survives the operation, that he could catch COVID and die from that. Are you kidding me? Hospitals and doctors should not be making decisions like this. You can throw all the little fits you want about people who aren't vaccinated, but if you're going to make decisions like that, then when somebody comes into the ER who was drunk driving and got in an accident or a smoker comes in with lung cancer or a guy comes in because he had a drug overdose or any other millions of stupid things people do to wind up in the ER, well, if they made a decision that uh, was dumb, in, in your opinion, I apparently then apparently they shouldn't be treated either. You can just withhold medical uh, services from anybody that you decide did something stupid then. That should be illegal, and those doctors should lose their license. Doctors, ironically, take the Hippocratic Oath. One of the oldest binding documents in history, the oath was written by Hippocrates himself and is still held sacred by physicians. And it goes like this. To treat the ill to the best of one's ability, to preserve a patient's privacy, to teach the secrets of medicine to the next generation, and so on. That oath is legally binding to this day. And 
Are they following that oath if they remove somebody from a heart transplant list because of some sort of personal agenda about a vaccine? Politics have no business in medicine, and doctors are not God. And today we find out that Washington is the home of two whole cases of a new COVID variant called VA2. It's a sub-variant, this is new, of Omicron. Clinically, they say it is the same as Omicron. And they say it's too early to tell how dangerous it is or how infectious it will be. I'm just wondering why this is even a story. I saw it on at least half a dozen news, uh, different news channels this morning. Two cases. Uh, and then, of course, they had to mention that this particular strain makes up 50% of the cases now in Denmark. Uh, okay. Why are we letting fear control everything? There's always something to be afraid of, some big bad wolf around the corner that's going to shut everything down again, uh, make us put our masks back on, make sure you get vaccinated and boosted, and da-da-da-da-da. But if you hear this stuff and get scared, why do you get scared? Do you know somebody personally who's died from this? If you do, then, you know, yeah, I'm sorry, but... Have you then looked to see if this person was just a normal, healthy person when they got COVID and died? Or did they have underlying medical conditions like most of these cases do? Do you think for yourself critically about this stuff? Or do you just blindly trust what you hear on the media? Everyone knows that the media lies. I had COVID, probably the Delta strain, and yeah, it sucked, but I had a fever for, I don't know, two to four days, and then a lot of muscle pain in my legs, and uh, some congestion, but it lasted about 10 days in total, and then it went away, and two weeks later, I climbed a mountain with my son. So, I think the fear is misplaced and being used against everyone. And for whatever reason, the majority of people seem to buy into it. It's destroyed our economy, and continuing to destroy our economy. It's causing worker shortages, businesses to close, supply chain issues, goods can't be moved. It's causing the government to inject trillions of dollars into our economy, making it very unstable. We're never going back to the way it was. Like, even if they somehow throw up their arms and lift all these restrictions on us, which I don't believe they'll do, at least not everywhere. Not in Washington, that's for sure. Not not in any West Coast state. But it's never going back to the way it was before this all started. They're going to keep eroding our rights and our freedoms 
They're going to keep piling on the taxes to pay for this, that, and the other thing that they have to enact because of this pandemic and everything that's resulted from it. I really don't understand why most people don't see this if you just look at what's happening critically. If you can't see it, you're putting way too much faith and trust in the government. And you need to believe in yourself and your own thoughts and thought processes a little more. Your local government is no better than the federal government. And everyone, just about everyone, can now see what a shit show that is. Personally, I, I still believe this whole thing is a distraction from something worse that's coming. Whether that's going to be war in Europe with Russia or war with China or something to do with uh, the supply chain here in the US I don't think that's just pandemic I think that they're blaming it on pandemic uh, because they can't really hide it anymore I think there's some major issues coming with the food supply in the US and other countries and uh, they're trying to keep it low-key as long as possible. I was listening to the news this morning, and they were talking about it on national news and saying how it's mostly just, uh, you know, non-staple-type food items, boxed food and stuff like that. Um, but that is a lie. If you look around, you know, I go to my local stores and stores in the area... And there's hardly any meat of any kind. There's no butter. There's hardly any milk. There's hardly any cheese. Different types of vegetables are constantly out of stock. None of this happened before. So there's an issue. And it's not just with supply chain, uh, not having enough truck drivers or whatever. I've seen interviews with people from that work at the ports in Seattle and Los Angeles and they both say both both uh, people interviewed at those locations said they have plenty of trucks and plenty of people working at the ports to offload the boats and load the trucks so what is the issue something else major is coming and it's gonna come this year so I hope you're all preparing for that. I hope you're all putting some extra food back and whatever else you're going to need for any long-term disruptions. Because it's coming. It's always a good idea to be prepared for any type of emergency and a food disruption. While this hasn't been something we've had to deal with in the past, it should be obvious to everybody now that this is something we'll have to deal with in the future. So like any other emergency you would be prepared for, you should prepare for this as well. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Behind the Line podcast at BehindTheLinePodcast.com. If you liked this, I hope you will like, share, and subscribe to our channel. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook at Behind the Line WA. You can find us on Twitter 
at Behind WA. You can also find us on Telegram and LinkedIn at Behind the Line. And I'm on Rumble. Thanks again for listening, and I appreciate your support.